Welcome to another Quantum Conversation, brought to you by AcousticHealth.com. I'm Loren Gailey, and I invite you to sit back as we enter the quantum realm, that space of the greater part of you. It is your connection to infinite possibilities, infinite potential, and infinite mastery. Welcome, everyone. Thank you so much for being here. I'm excited to share the guest today who actually supports the Great Awakening by teaching others how to be sung by their higher source selves. This is all about tuning in to ourselves as love and expanding our consciousness. Rebecca Abraxas is here with us today. She is a sound healer and she's sharing her wisdom with us on Quantum Conversations. Hi, Rebecca. Thank you for being here. Hi, my pleasure. Thank you for having me. Yay, you have been teaching courses on New Earth One Network, and we are so grateful for that. We're going to talk today about another course that's coming up that helps people tune into their voice, the power of our voice. So we're going to talk about that today. I first want to ask you about your own awakening story. What was that like for you? What led you to this work that you're doing today? And how was your awakening? Was it all along the way in small spurts or was there cataclysmic moments? I would say it was all along the way, for sure. There's so many little points in my life, even as a four-year-old, when I, I remember certain things that happened or there's there was um, a certain outer body experience of, of just love and compassion for something that was happening in my life. And you know, so I really, mine was very little spurts along the way. And interestingly enough, my voice, when I look back in retrospect, was with me all along the way. Um, I have a twin sister and the two of us, we had a, kind of a, a very loving childhood, but a very tumultuous childhood. And uh, whenever we could, we would just go to our rooms and we would just sing. We would sing and dance in our bedrooms. It was what like got us back to ourselves and regulated us. And when I look back at how we did that, and now I'm doing it co consciously, right, as a spiritual practice, um, I see that my voice had my back the whole time, helping me along. That is so beautiful and beautiful to be aware, you know, at that four-year-old age, it really is uh, an, a remarkable age. Um what was going on in your life when you discovered the power of your voice? I mean, was it something traumatic or was it just uh life? I have always had a like a uh, a calling to do music. Uh, music was always such a huge part of me. Um I remember at 12 being called to play the flute and those tones are very similar to the tones that I do now just with my voice and I remember um really getting into the flute but later on like wanting to make wanting to use my voice and not just the flute. So when I started to uh, become a singer songwriter in my twenties, I, I taught myself how to play the guitar and sing. And it was, I taught myself to play the guitar through writing songs. And in those songs, I was doing a lot of processing and the songs were healing for me to write and sing. And that all turned into, um, healing music on some level when I would sing out at coffee shops people would like you know your voice was so healing and I started to get mess downloads from my from my uh 
uh, meditations to start singing without words. And I was like, okay, what do I do with that? And then through yoga and through more meditation, I started realizing, you know, what the path was, but that was an interesting transition going from being a songwriter and using my voice to sing words to just using my voice to sing sound. And then I started to just realize what was there with that, because when you take away the definition of words and the vibration of words, the vibration of what's in the vibration of just sound itself is pretty amazing. Yes, that's amazing that uh, you were given the download to sing with your sing without words. And so um, I guess we would call that toning or maybe kind of opera like um, is was is that what you would say? Is it more of like toning? It's vocal toning. Yeah, we call it, I guess, in. In the sound healing world, we call it sounding or vocal toning, vocal tones. Um, it's just using the um, the vowel sounds like A, E, I, O, U, and we just kind of elaborate on that. And then there's something called light language, which I've heard, I'm sure you've heard of light language or spontaneous singing, where you just let yourself be sung and you take one breath and make one sound and you let it out. And that could be vocal toning, but it could also be putting the consonants. It could just be a, a gibberish sound. You're just, you know, whatever you're tuning into. And that's the cool part about voice is that you can ask like what, where you want to be tuning into. You can ask what, you can have an intention of the the vibration you want. And that's why we're talking about the, the next upcoming class I'm going to be teaching with you guys is the, um, toning, toning the sound of love. I, I forget what, it, tuning yourself to love. Um, that's the power of voice. You know, what do you want to tune yourself to? Is it love? Is it source? Is it, but your voice has the, the ability to tune yourself to your intention. Oh, wow. No wonder as a child, you went into those soothing sounds of your own voice and singing and dancing. And I, I really love um, that it has supported you all the way in your life. All right. So can you, um, can you give us an example? We'd love to hear some of the ways that we can tune ourselves to love. And so, gosh, we'd love to hear that. And maybe you want to share more of how we would do that, how we would tune ourselves to love. Sure. Um, you know, it's, it's a process, but also it can be quick. So for me, like I, I think of like personal practice, you know, you just keep building the bridge. The way I was taught in my priestess training is just like you do spiritual practice as a bridge to, to your higher self. Right. And then when you practice it enough, you don't need the bridge. You just are it. And so when we tune ourselves to love, we're building that bridge until we no longer need the bridge and the sound can work that way too. We're going to, you know, we're each sound brings, you know, the board across the bridge or whatever. And then, um, and you do it enough times, then you only need a quick sound. So one of the things I've been cultivating is something I call, the um, somatic vortex note. And what I mean by that is when we're, when we are clearing our chakras, when we are meditating, when we are doing our practice and we find ourselves at our highest space and we're like, 
oh, there I am. Do you know what I mean by that? Like, oh, there I am. After a, a good meditation or something or a walk outside, you're like, oh, okay. Then it's a great time to make a sound. Right. You just make that quick sound. And once you've built that bridge and that somatic vortex note is established, you can let that out. And all of a sudden your nervous system just, in my experience, just relaxes. It just clears your aura instantaneously. And so you work. So the process and tuning yourself to love is is coming to that space enough times. And so in that class, what we do is we do chakra clear and we open the voice. We do do mantra to just really clear ourselves out to come to that one note so that that one note is a quick, simple practice you can do anywhere, really. Wow. Okay. so you might want to turn your original sound for musicians on because has this incredible ability and we totally it totally filtered out that tone that you sang okay, okay. <laughs> um so i'll just let it out again yes, thank you and for me that note and you know i don't know what note like you know uh musical note it is but for me because i've been cultivating it a long time through my meditation practice my sounding practice when I let that note out, everything just relaxes in me. It just, it just feels good. So I use it a few. I just came back from a big family trip last night, and um, I did use it a few times, and it was just like, oh, everything just, yeah. So. All right, it's wonderful because um, you know I have to confess the first time I allowed myself to tone, I was in a group. We were at a conference and. I saw everyone get up around this person who discovered that he was a walk-in and they just put their hands on him and they started toning. And I laughed. I thought that was so funny, but that was an, me awakening to something within myself and it was a remembrance as well. Mm -hmm. And so to hear you say that when you say that tone, that's like unique to you. When you, when you sing that tone, it instantly relaxes you. And I know that, you know, I've done it with animals. Animals are really open to it. I've seen a baby owl that I thought was dead. It hit our window and I just, I just knew to tone. And then as I was toning, I was looking around sideways to see if anyone was around listening. Nobody was. And I just heard believe. And I kept there. I kept toning. Maybe it was like four or five minutes into it. This little owl pops up. And then that's when I saw it was a baby owl and its eyes were still closed. And I was like, is it, is it, is it going to die? And it sat there for a few more minutes and I kept toning and the tones turned into more of like a, a love. And I, I took, then I started taking a video of it and it started sounding like an owl sound. And I just went with it and allowed myself to go with that and not to judge it. And then the baby owl flew away. And wow. Yeah, that story. So to me, that says it all. And that is total confirmation for me. And I hope it's validation for everyone to see the power of this. So this goes back to your recent family trip. Are you able to do this with your family there? Or were you doing it? I do it privately. Yeah, everyone. We, I mean, it was such a whirlwind and it was a pretty whirlwind trip and everything like that. But there was, there was times if I got a little overwhelmed, I would just kind of 
go off to the side and do it myself or go outside. But um, if, yeah. we, if we remember to use it, it's it's there for us. And I at the end of the trip, I was such a whirlwind. I hadn't slept there. I, I, in retrospect, it was like two days ago. I was like, oh, I should have, I should have done my toning that time. I wouldn't, <laughs> but, um, you know, the tools are there and I love teaching people the power of their voice because it's, it's something we have with us no matter what. It's like, you just have to remember to use it. Right. But we don't, it, it can never get forgotten in, you know, at home or something. It's always with you, you know? So what do you think is happening there when we're totally, just letting that sound come through. Is it higher source energy? Is it, there's geometries in it? What do you think is going on? Uh, well, the voice, the way I see it is just like the, vo the, the fuel of the voice is breath. And in the breath is prana, life force energy, right? So when we take that with intention going past the vocal cords, um, it's just a, a really powerful trifecta, right? You have uh, life force energy, you have the breath, and you have this the sound mechanism plus your, uh, your uh, intention. Um, and the intention puts the vibration into your voice, like where you focus your intention is the vibration that's going to come through. So, and that's with, you know, when we study the law of vibration, where we put our focus is where we're aligning with, right? So I, I feel like the voice is another tool to do that with, with more, with ease and more intention. Um, and it helps us clear emotions, it helps us clear triggers, it helps us clear wounding. So it helps us clear all that density. And so the voice does that, but then it also helps us connect with the highest of, form of our life force, our highest self. So it, it does all of that. It just depends where we're focused on, releasing the density and then allowing ourselves to be sung as like an open vessel of source it's just and when we really get the practice of that ah it's um it's euphoric it's we can walk through life in in a, in a very high state space of being um when you were starting to tone or any of that did you ever have any judgment on yourself and how did you overcome that you know here you are you were a singer yeah right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, really good question, because the thing is, like, using the voice is very, very vulnerable, because inherently we know that whatever's coming through the voice, we're being seen, you know, we're, we're being seen through our voice, because everything we are and everything that we've lived is in the vibration of the voice on some level. Um, and I think inherently we know that. And so I've worked with so many people, and I've actually been hurt, read somewhere uh, that that public speaking and singing and everything, uh, that's, it's like one of our biggest fears aside from uh, above dying. <laughs> so it's a really vulnerable thing. So when I um, became a singer songwriter, I dealt with a lot of that, that judgment stuff of like getting in front of audiences and stuff. But I did a lot of work with releasing that. And, and when I got into that, that mode of singing on stage, um, I got the sense of being sung. It was a very spiritual experience singing in front of people. And it was actually that performance space of being that taught me how to be that in ordinary life. So my, so I find that kind of interesting that performing, even though it was very nerve wracking and stuff, something happened when I was up there and 
it would just transmute all the fear into and I would just like open up and just be sung by my higher self and that taught me how to live from my higher self through the years so when it came to toning I didn't have a lot of judgment around it I really just kind of opened up put my ego aside and just kept letting it run you know let let the energy run and let spirit come through yes all right beautiful there's something going on there as well um you know uh with the vagus nerve or the body when you felt like being sung so um totally free and liberating wasn't it with the no judgment it really is and you know when you mentioned the vagus nerve i've just learned about that recently i just came out came out of a um a, i did a six-month sound therapy uh certification program and we learned all about like the vagus nerve and how that runs through this whole area of the larynx and the ear so when you are toning you can even just just simply hum you're activating the vagus nerve and you are tonifying it so you start calming down the whole parasympathetic nervous system or the whole sympathetic nervous system coming into a parasympathetic state and uh so all we have to do is simply hum and we can just calm our nervous systems yes um no wonder we just love singing and um and the toning no wonder that's such a natural thing for people um you know i too i've had magic happen toning and i've had um i've had a past life remembrance of being in lemuria oh. and toning and i was in this i was in my house by myself one time and i just let it open up as well and then my cat and my dog bounded into the room and they loved it and then I kept, I was in my car and I kept toning in my car and magic literally happened all around me. Mm -hmm. I was driving on a road to uh, one of the Rocky Mountain National Parks and this huge crowd, I think maybe a hundred motorcycles came around and got in front of me. And so we get to the park entrance and I'm like, oh no, I'm going to have to be behind these cars. But I kept toning and suddenly they just all moved to the side and said, go ahead and, and pass. That's just some of the magic that happens. Yeah. What are your stories of magic with, with toning and healing? Wow. Oh, well, here's some fun ones. I really like this. I have two sons. They're teenagers now, but it was really powerful because I gave birth very at home with a midwife very uh, swiftly, oh. and I used my voice through the whole thing. And my experience of that, and even my midwife said, can you teach some of my other people, my other women, to um, not resist the life force energy? And so I guess what I was doing was keeping myself open, keeping the life force that wanted to move the birth through. Um, so when you're toning, you're moving energy, right? A sounding, toning can move uh, material objects, right? The material world. Um, but with birthing these two kids like it was amazing how natural it was to just yeah. keep everything life force moving with just sounding out roaring toning and my midwife was wanted me to write like a whole like paper on it for her her clients to stay open and stop and not resist the life force um so that was pretty magical i had two amazing births one was like four hours, the first one, and one was like 30 minutes and just at home. Boop, wow. there <laughs> you know what, um, Rebecca, I really see that um, 
that that story, did you write the paper? I, I don't know if I did. I think I might have. I can't remember now. I, I, I tell the story all the time. I'm like, did I even read the paper? I don't even. I saw my mid, the midwife actually just a few weeks ago at, at, um, at lunch and, uh, she, you know, hi, whatever. It's 20 years ago now. <laughs> wow. Oh, my goodness. Well, that is such a beautiful story. It really is. And as you were sharing it, I was seeing more women doing this. Mm -hmm. I think this is. Yeah, amazing for birth. And just now, like I just turned 52 and I have a whole program on like um, uh, midlife awakening because at midlife, it's just crazy. All this, like not only the hormone changes, but I think it's, it's a it's a huge spiritual awakening for leadership for women and toning for me coming through the perimenopausal corridor. Um, that's what sa saved my life. I, I because toning every day before I get out of bed, toning because just the roller coaster ride and your body's transformation at this time can be really hard. So I would say, like, um, you know, that was magical to get through all that and just feel so awakened and motivated and alive and you know on track because I, I I know a lot of women can feel pretty with our aging paradigm we can feel pretty lost and pretty um, insignificant sometimes at midlife. Yes, yes. And so, again, I think you're coming into your greater work. You're absolutely on mission and on point by mm -hmm. sharing this. And so, you know, if we feel bad about ourselves, we could tend to give up on ourselves, but toning will right, bring us right back around is what you're saying. Yeah. It is a self-love. Maybe I think it's a self-love. Would you say that Tony it's a self-love? Yeah. If you can give yourself this 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 gift of of toning each day, um, in some of the work that I do, I teach people a process of before you even get out of bed to learn how to be aware of any density, dense energy, and before you even jump out of bed, like tone bring your tone to that density and clear it out. A lot of times what we're feeling with density or emotions or moods, it's not even ours. It's just something that we've collected energetically and we don't even have to know what it is. Sometimes we get so much into the story about like, um, you know, what's the density? What's the wounds? What's the, you know, I mean, and it's just, it's kind of just the ego. We love a good story, but honestly, like if you can get under the story and get to the vibration of stuff, things move so much quicker. Because the moment you define it with a story in words, it's, it's that much more dense and harder to move, right? So if you can just start feeling things on a vibrational level and feel it um, dense or, you know, dense or light, just go there, let your voice tone, tone, just give it, get your voice to the, the density and it moves, it's amazing. So we don't have to worry about singing the proper note or our, our regular note. It could be whatever is in the moment. Like sometimes do you find that um, you sound different depending on different emotions? Like if you're sad. Oh, yeah. 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 Well, so there's two different ways to do it. Really. I you're such a good interviewer. I love all your questions. Um, <laughs> um, the, the, the sound itself has, um, has a capacity to change. So if you're just singing kind of a light sound, 
that can kind of just transmute anything. But you can also, kind of like a kind way to do it, is to give your voice to the density. Let it be heard. Let it be seen. And that sometimes, density doesn't have like the prettiest sound. So be willing to go wherever it wants to go and give it a moment. Because a lot of times we just want to be, be heard, right? I don't know what's happening here. Um, um, sorry, I had something come up on my screen. Uh, a lot of times the densities there and um, the deeper density, not like the things that are coming in from say our neighborhood or whatever, but the deeper wounding is coming up because it hasn't been seen or heard. So our giving our voice to it and just kind of getting in there like, you know, just whatever sound it wants to make. And then if you stay with it long enough, it starts evening out. And then it starts to become um, this pretty sound. Like it's it just this process because love and higher frequencies have this kind of more consistent, stable sound. Whereas the density and the stress and the woundings more like chaotic, and, uh, uh, you know, it's kind of, but if you can give it some attention, it's just like, it starts relaxing on its own and the sound will start to change. So there's two different ways you can do it. You can do it that way, or you can just give light to it. It's two different ways of working with it. Yes, you know, and gosh, you know, um, it just brings to mind when we are working through processes or, um, you know, feeling sorry for ourselves, that sort of thing. And, and when we go to, if we ever get moved to a position of crying, sometimes the, the weeps or the sobs, it, it's something that happens naturally because that's exactly what we're doing unconsciously with the sobbing and the weeping and the wailing, let's call it, is that it's moving energy, even if we're not aware of it. Yeah. And that's the key. That is really the key what you're talking about is we just want to keep energy moving. And that's what voice does so well to stay healthy in body, mind and spirit. We just have to keep the energy moving and when it and it doesn't ever like stop but it can slow down vibration can go slow or it can go fast and when it's slower that's when we kind of get kinked up and we don't feel so good and disease processes come in and um, I just wanted to acknowledge Elizabeth's comment here imagine combining the violet purifying flame visualization with toning to clear density yeah like that yeah. That would be an amazing practice for sure. And that's wow. what's beautiful about voice. You can just put any intention that you're working with. It, you know, you can use the sound with any other spiritual modality, you know. So beautiful. Elizabeth, thank you for that. And we have um, Destiny. Hi, Destiny. She would like to know if Rebecca can help relax and bring forth Christ consciousness for my inner children. So this is interesting. Is there is there a process now, maybe a mini process or a meditation or just um, you know, if if you could give us guidance on how we would begin to just relax enough to let that proper voice come through or to scan our bodies for something that needs attention? Can you do that? For sure. Us? Yeah. Do you want? Should we do like a little mini session here? Oh, How much time okay. do we have? Okay, we do. Okay, good. 
do. Lovely. How precious. Thank you. Okay, great. Um, so let's just take a moment. First, I always start with the breath and um, just taking a nice deep breath in, a longer exhale out. So let's just start with a four counts of breath in and eight out because when we, when we lengthen the exhale, we start to bring in more parasympathetic. So we're calming ourselves down. So four counts in, eight counts out. Breathing in, two, three, four, out, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Now just start to scan your body from your toes, scanning your body and your field for any tension, sensation, or awareness in your field, in your body, mind, and just come up to your shins, knees, legs, thighs, belly, chest, heart, shoulders, arms, and you're just scanning for anything that doesn't align with your purest, highest self. It could feel heavy, dense, could feel like a buzz, just tension, a tightness. You could have an emotion there, a lower emotion there. So you're just scanning, could be a pain, chronic pain, acute pain. So find one part in your field, in your body, in your mind that you want to work with here. Good. And now what we're going to do is you're going to say hi. Say hi to that area. Give it your presence, your undivided presence. And from there, we're going to offer the voice to this, this, this sensation. If you feel vulnerable with your voice, you can just hum. If you don't know what sound to make, you can ohm at it. Or you can simply make a breath and let your voice be the sound of that density. So it's three different ways and you go to your comfort level. You can hum, ohm, or take a breath and be the voice of that tension. You're just going to let out that sound and feel it until it feels complete. 
you may know that you may feel that there's shifting happening you may see different colors you may notice that the sensation starts to expand and release or you might get some information as you let out your sound sound can really give you a lot of awareness so as you're sounding this out just notice Notice, write anything down, become aware of what's the next sound to make. These sounds can be hums or ohms or just taking a breath and letting any sound out. Just have gratitude for the energy that is making itself known. Have gratitude for your voice. I'll just let out a little bit of sound for you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I hope people were humming and toning right there with you because that was beautiful. Um, we were all muted, but to see how together our sounds uh, amplify the frequency together that I found that amazing. Um, yeah, great awareness because yeah, sound goes through the ether just like energy does right it's all quantum there's 
sound has physical sound has what a 700 and some hertz it only has a, a short distance but it's kind of like the rocket for light um so our sound continues out through the universe the vibrations continue throughout the universe beautiful okay um that was really uh when we started uh just being aware of the place in our body and it could be different for everyone there was a deep relaxation just tuning into it and beginning to hum um and then when we joined you along with your toning it elevated everything uh and that is really remarkable again it shows us it demonstrates the power of our sound and how the intention carried on that sound is very healing really beautiful so that's how we can tune ourselves to love our own love but this is also for expanding consciousness as well yes are there any stories around how that works hmm um well it's just it's part of the awakening process you know like this is as we use our voice as we like sounding like we just did that simple exercise as we continue to heal and release the density um we are higher consciousness you know as we let go of the wounding our consciousness lifts right so and as we uh become so it's kind of like this I had someone describe it to me you know it's like you're going up a mountain right our lives we keep living certain you know certain things but we go up a level and then we can look down at them and have more awareness or consciousness oh look i did it that way and then we keep going up the uh the spiraling up the mountain and we can we, we keep living certain things but we have a broader perspective on it and this is what i feel like sound does like um i visited family something happened and i remember I, I took a shower and I just, I let out the sound and all of a sudden I was like, oh, I wasn't resourced. Oh, this happened. Oh, I let, you know, all this awareness comes because you get to look down on it on a certain level and you get to see more. And so when you're, another way to look at it too is concentric circles. If you, the middle is the story and you're we're all like hung up in the story but if we go out to the psychology of it and then out to the the um spiritual part of it um when we have the broader perspectives then we can live with more ease we can live with more grace we can live in love more and this is what i feel like voice helps us do to have that broader perspective gets us out of the tight contracted story and just opens us up a little bit to look in. So we may still kind of go to the depths of our humanness, but we know how to broaden our self back out to have the broader perspective. And that's what I feel like awakening our consciousness is. Mm -hmm. Yes, and, and so I find it so fascinating that uh, in our programming as humans, you know, many of us were programmed that we can't sing um right i remember um as a little girl i wanted to be a singer i would sing to my bunny rabbit oh. and i would sing 
<laughs> I would just sing all the time. I would sing the commercials on television. Uh, you know, Charlie Pride would come on with his album and I would just, and you know, they did samples of all the songs and I'd be singing all of them. And then I got one of those tape recorders and I recorded myself singing and I was flabbergasted. And I said, oh no, that girl can't sing. Oh no. Plans. So yes, I was my own critique. And then the episode that I was toning, the one day when I said I remembered a past life in Lemuria, toning on the shores of Kauai. And I, um, I just realized that I was the biggest judge of myself. It was me who cut myself down. It was me who judged myself from singing. So that was really healing. So that was an expansion of consciousness. And then as I kept with it, again, that magic happened. The hundred motorcycles moved to the side so I could pass by them. And again, it was just uh, a beautiful day. So do you see a world of people toning and singing and just loving life? I see that. And I would love to see that. I do these um I do these once a quarter. I do these where I, we go out and it's called the Light Language Nature Choir and I go out. I live by a lake and oh, I gather yeah. people to lit to sing by the the lake and we just tune into the trees and we tune into the grass and the birds and I just, you know, we just teach people to sing just move ourselves out of the way and just be the vessel to tone a, a, be part of the symphony of nature and I feel like yeah like I I'm just singing all the time when you're asking like is life more magical I, I think it is because it's just how I am you know what I mean I just I live this way so like there's no like there's I'm sure there's specific stories I just tend to get caught up in the present moment but um <laughs> um but life is just magical when you just allow your vibration to come in through sound. And that's what I try to show, share with people when I do these nature choirs, because, you know, we just, you know, walk around a lake and hold onto a tree and just, oh, you know, just start like singing with it. It's just, it's, it just feels so good. It's magical, you know. You know what? See, now th then there comes to a point where we have to stop being embarrassed by this. Oh, yeah. I'm everyone that's a great tip for everyone to go hug a tree or just to touch a tree and to tone yeah. that tree wow that's great oh my but god i want to talk about too like you just said like we're so programmed to be like embarrassed of our voice that's a huge cultural thing and that is something that i am very sensitive to when i do teach classes and stuff we go over that because that is a that is a core wound when people don't want to use their voice. And so that's a lot of the work I do is, is helping to get over that core wound, clear, clear the energy body, clear the mental body of, of the things that are there that hold us back from being and using our voice. Yeah. It's real, like what you're saying, it's definitely a real thing. Well, here's another story I want to share. Again, it's my own experience and I think it speaks to what we're talking about. Um, because I, I love to sing, even though, you know, my family says, mom, don't sing. I would love to sing like Whitney Houston. We all would, right? Uh, and, and and so then I if I hear a good song on the radio and it's just me and my husband, I'll belt it out and he'll be like, stop. So he got me singing lessons one Christmas. <laughs> he did. He got me singing lessons and that actually helped. And now he's like, aren't you glad I got you those singing lessons? because it taught me something about myself. It wasn't just singing. 
I would tend to go high or low, but then in the natural, uh, normal um, alto voice that I would normally sing in, I discovered that when I would sing in that normal, natural range, that I just wanted to cry. And I would start crying when I, you know, not when I'm down in the low, that would be easy. Oh, what would be, would be cool. But then when I was just singing is like talking in that range, I would cry. That's and so it interesting. Memories. It brought back memories, how I used to sing to the children and how I was squashed for singing. Mm-hmm. How I was literally taken out for singing. That and happens to so many people. I'm so glad you shared this story. Amazing, yeah. isn't it? I mean, yeah. that's why. it's so these these wounds are so old. You know what I mean? They they happen so so young, and um, and just letting that crying come through. And we sometimes we think healing has to take a long time or has to be this long process, but that's just that's how the voice works. The voice is such a quick modality for healing. Just like just noticing, going to that tone, allowing the release of the tears, it's healed. <laughs> there's a huge layer that's gone you know there's a huge layer that's been integrated is it completely you know that that layer is healed but you know what i mean like and if it comes back that means there's another piece to it but that piece has been healed and the um the voice is so quick for that and that's so pat that what a beautiful gift that was from those voice lessons yeah on many fronts <laughs> on many fronts um, and there's a there's a thing about voice the power of the voice that that we get a little mixed up with, I think, as a culture, because we see voice as a performance. We see voice as Whitney Houston. And I, I was I sung with Whitney Houston too when I was fifteen. I loved her. I loved her music. Um, but um the power of the voice isn't about the performance piece. I mean it can be, but like we don't have to be a performer to really get the benefits of the power of our voice. And that's why like, there's there's three different ways we use voice. One is communication, one is healing, and one is, you know, performance. And I think that's where our culture, because it's so spotlighted in the media about what a good voice sounds like, that I think a lot of people just kind of shy away from even using their voice because, but that, you know, that's just one way to use the voice. Just like talking is one way to use voice. And now we have this third piece and that's, sounding that's sound healing that's consciousness building and so that's what i try to really help people understand is like the set like the it doesn't have to sound pretty like we just have to be willing to like let the sound move the energy yes and so do you find um when you're working with people who are shy to use their voice um that once it opens up, it's pretty rich and full and there's nothing to ever be embarrassed about because it's just natural and there's nothing ugly about it or right. there's yeah. no off key. It's yeah, there's no off key. Yeah, that's what's amazing. Like when you do like spontaneous singing, um, when it's dissonant and off key, it actually can be for a reason. There's a, you're like getting to a certain like energy, say like in an organ or something like that dissonance helps to break up certain mm. density and certain dis-ease. So it's actually important. But again, we're so conditioned to say, you know, here's the here's this key, these 12 notes. We have to stay on that pitch. 
and sound healing the sound healing world is like totally different like you don't have to it's you know it's it's a whole different thing so um we just have to get into the mindset that it's not performance and we leave our ego at the door and then oh my gosh what's possible <laughs> and do you ever find that um do you feel beings illumined beings or guides coming through your voice if your voice changes um yeah i do yeah I, um, you know, I didn't know what was happening at first. Um, for a while, I was working with the astral realm, and then things shifted for me, and I don't really work with the astral realm anymore, but I do work with um, something I call the Ascended Council, and I'll tune into my source self and my ascended council is kind of like my ascended selves or something. This is how I understand it. And I've noticed that. So this a few years ago, I was just asked, like, can I be a channel? You know, and I sat down in meditation and I just heard the words like you already are. And I was like, oh, like what's happening? It's just like we're coming through your voice. There's light codes coming through your voice. And I was like, oh, it was like. And so now I've kind of set this thing up where I just, again, this is like the bridge process I'm talking about. When you, when you practice this stuff enough, like you have this like, oh, it's just, it's automatically happening. And sometimes you don't realize it. Um, but I was like, okay, well, I want to, I'm doing a lot more sounding stuff and I'd like these frequencies to come through. So instead of having the whole like tuning in, saying, hey, where are you, whatever, and I just say, I am light to myself and I just feel the shift in the frequency that comes through. So it's kind of interesting. I don't I don't know if that makes sense. But I just I'll just say I am light and then I feel them. I feel the frequency of the ascension the ascended or the ascension energies coming through. And um, I do that when I, I do sound baths once a month and I do sound healings and class and stuff. So um, so yeah I guess I'm channeling ascension frequencies through this. And I feel like I couldn't do that unless I had this whole history of singing and clearing my chakras and just the the becoming a yogi and like you know just really clearing lightening the system and I think that's what voice can do so well is lighten the system so that we can become aligned with higher frequencies can become channels can just can live in a higher frequency right because that's that's what I feel modern ascension is is bringing light into embodying light more and more into these bodies and these physical bodies are learning how to do that. And I feel like our, our voice voice can help that. Yes, yes. And um, uh, we were talking recently about since the summer solstice here in the Northern hemisphere in June, the June solstice that um, I, I look around and others have confirmed this as well. We're seeing that people are speaking up a little bit more. Yeah. If they feel that they are being tread on, um, or if their toes are getting stepped on, or if they're being offended, then they'll speak up. Where in the past, so many of us would say, No, I'm it's okay, it's all right. And I find that fascinating that more people are finding their voice. And so to come with a voice of the heart to come with a voice of compassion is really what's needed in this world right now. 
just saying that makes me want to cry with the truth of what that is and how powerful we can transform our world if everyone spoke from the heart and the compassion of the heart. Can you share a pro uh, not a, it doesn't have to be a process, but a way that we can understand and tune into the heart when we speak? I mean, it sounds pretty simple. Sure. I mean, one easy way, I, I always tend to see, like do this one hand on top of the other. And I just, just closing your eyes. And one way is to just like do a simple, um, heart chakra tone, right? So that could be, um, a or ah, a, and you can feel the vibration under your hands. And that's just a beautiful reminder that your heart is there, that you are love, that you are light. When you feel that vibration, you tune into, you just by that sounding, you're clearing the heart, you're clearing, clearing anything in the heart area that's contracted. So you can open and blossom back open to your loving nature. So just that's a simple, it's a little ritual, it's a little reminder, but it's also like, like a physical process that opens the energetic heart, gets you present in the moment, right? And so just real simple, A, the chakra sound. Ah, so beautiful and comforting and soothing. And I just love it because you've done this when you were a little girl. Mm -hmm. Figured that part out. And I think, um, again, this is something that's so natural that if we, no matter what goes on, if we return to the vibration of our voice, to sharing our voice, to toning in that way, or just making a sound and witnessing how it shifts us and shifts the energy that's really good so i want to say um you know as as a mom of two teenagers i know those teenage years they can kind of get like oh mom you're embarrassing me or whatever but they ultimately come back around see i want to cry there ultimately our children do come back around to say oh yeah i get that you're right how do your sons take this do you help them or are they still at that embarrassing stage <laughs> they're still at this embarrassing stage but it's funny because i i'm really into my crystal bowls now and i have them all set up here and just just last week my my one son came in he comes in my office and talks to me once in a while and he's like what well, so what are these you know and then he's just so um i'll just start with with the bowls it's kind of an easier in you know because they get into the vibration of them and i was like you know come in here anytime you want and just you know be with the sound um and they both have been in choirs and sang before so they they feel the power and they both like love they're advocates of music so it's there um and i'm always singing and sometimes they're just like mom why do you have to turn everything into a song <laughs> so that's been kind of funny through the years but i've been trying lots of different things on them i've been a like when i was studying reiki or different um energy processes i've always got to you know here let me do this let me you know let me do a sound healing on you get on the table you know and as teens they're like no mom you know and when they're having a really hard time they'll be like okay <laughs> yeah then they're like they're open to it they're like Please, can you do that yeah okay that's funny um, yeah in my family, we're like, oh my gosh, we're going to be, we're going to be, 
<laughs> so that that's kind of fun and and sometimes uh, my family doesn't think it's too funny but I think it's funny and it um, actually lifts the spirits a little bit and then you know what everyone feels better because we're singing all the time so yeah oh you know what? one thing I did though when they were little they um I made a song to try to teach them how to um remember our, our address nice I, we put it to a song, and to this day, they're like, "Yeah, ain't na na na," and um, they they know it like that. So that that was really funny. Even back then, we were like, you know, like eight years old, and I'm trying to teach them that. They're like, um, "So yeah, the power of of just you know a, a melody to remember things." Yeah. Well, I love it, Rebecca, because those okay for one thing when those boys were eight that's where they're totally in tune to their spirit. They know who they are. Uh, it's prepubescent, so they're not worried about what other people are thinking and all that jazz. And so um, by you doing that at that stage in their life, they're gonna come back around as parents or even in other situations. And it's just gonna help them remember that. And who knows, maybe they'll start singing to people in situations yeah. at work or whatever, so. Oh, thanks for saying that. That yeah. that warms my heart. <laughs> it's a really good tip. They're really great to have a mom like you and um, bringing up the next generations. It's really wonderful. And for everyone watching and listening to be able to do this with our children, to be able to nieces, we don't even, it doesn't have to be our children. It's just the children of the world, right? It takes a village to raise children. And, and so whenever we come across those younger generations to have fun and to sing a little bit, sing sing songs, um, just like we're talking and have fun with it in that way. Yeah. What a good skill, great. Um, Melissa shares, this is how I healed as a child and still my son. And I believed like you about the love and compassion. This call is pure delight for me. I don't feel like the odd one out anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Like me, when I laughed, when I saw the crowd um, toning, I laughed like that was funny. But now I know that was an awakening. It was cathartic for me because yeah. then I woke up the next day and I'm like, why did I laugh? And it was like, um, it was like myself laughing at myself for laughing at it. Yeah. Well, you yeah. know, laughing and cry laughing, like you're saying, it's a catharsis, just like crying. Um, and one of my teachers said, like, laughing is probably even a more powerful uh, release of energy than crying so yeah it's a release of energy all right then this is for everyone because in some of the darkest times of my marriage and our life together we would just have to sit down and watch and, and laugh out loud watch a seinfeld to laugh out loud and it literally did work so yeah. laugh crying it's something that we can no longer uh hide or be embarrassed about just let it out sing and cry yeah. dance Start your voice yeah Voice. Over in the Celtic traditions, it's called keening, and they would have these groups of women come and they would wail at oh. the uh, memorials and they would wail and help people process mm -hmm. the grief. So one, it would it would invoke crying, but it would also just it would just help to mm. process the gr the whole grief energy in the area. They're called keeners. So that mm. is kind of interesting. Yeah. Wow, really beautiful. So thank you for this beautiful time today. I wanted to let you talk about this class that you're going to be teaching. And you've yeah. talked 
another class. So there's two programs that we have. I'm going to put this in our chat line in our Zoom audience. And wherever you're watching or listening to this video, you can see in the description box a link to that class. But this sounds really empowering. How to use vocal sound to raise your vibration and heal. And this is tune yourself to the frequency of love. Yeah, it's a lovely class. I did it live here in Lafayette at a yoga studio. It was a really fun day. And I just thought it'd be fun to bring it to you all too. So it's a um, it's a day of just cultivating the lightness of our being. And we start off with a light code activation where I uh, do some light language singing. And then we go into breath work. You learn two different simple mantras to chant. Um, Let's see there, we're gonna to be tuning, toning the, the chakras and kind of in a whole new way. Um, and I start teaching how to become a, a vessel for being sung. And being sung is a process, learning how to open back up, release the ego, doing it for not performing, but for just love's sake, right? Um, and what else do we do in that? Um, I teach you also, because the thing is, voice isn't about, sound healing isn't about sounding pretty, but you have more fun with it when your voice is open. So I give a five, five ways to open your voice. So we go into vocal technique too, and kind of an energetic process of five ways to open your voice so that you have more possibility with tuning yourself to love. And so that's, I think it's just a two hour program. And um, I'm really excited. We are excited too. This is on our New Earth One Network. It's a beautiful chance for you to go deeper in this work. Everyone watching and listening to explore your voice, your sound, how it makes you feel, new techniques and tips for you to share in your life with your loved ones and to use on yourself and just witness how you can create magic. One, you can heal, and the other is to free yourself. Maybe you will have a past life memory of why you're brought to tears in some situations and why you're enlightened in others or feeling bliss in others. It's really beautiful, and you will be immersed in the sound vibration and come away using your voice of the voice of love, which is really needed on our planet at this time. And there is a also another option here for those who really want to go to it. This one is a recording of awakening the power of your voice. And this was sound and vibration are the medicine of the future and that future is now. So both of those are available and they're full of great tips and techniques for you to incorporate into your life. So check out the special offer link and see sign up for it it is going to be beautiful it's on zoom and it's recorded if you can't join live is there anything else you wanted to say about the um awakening the power of your voice workshop the awakening that's the the second one um that was a great time that was a that was a long workshop i think it was like six hours um we went into a lot of stuff and yeah, it was an amazing 
amazing workshop. I can't remember. But all of this stuff um, feeds itself. It's a, they're simple techniques that you can learn for every day um, to live your life. Wake up with ease and joy. Um, these, these processes, they help with uh, your relationships. It helps with your, your career, giving you clarity. Uh, I love simple processes that make a big difference. So both these courses really go deep into things that are going to help you manage your life, like on a, on a visceral, like a physical level, but really expand you spiritually as well. So that's how I live, like how things can be practical, but also expand us and how we really uh, walk as an ascended being on this planet. So that's how do we get closer to that. So both these programs really speak to, to that, both those things. Thank you for sharing them on the New Earth One Network. And uh, you're a beautiful teacher, especially because of your story of birthing your sons naturally by allowing the sound to move through you. Again, that's really remarkable. And we'll be waiting for that book to come out. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now I've got the impetus to do it. We want to know, we want to hear, or maybe it's a CD or something, or a, a CD, maybe it's an MP3, because yeah. I, really, I can see, um, I can see that happening in the world, really, yeah. for midwives and get it out for midwives, really mm -hmm. powerful. Okay. Yeah. I mean, even, uh, I know that water is a big thing as well, but can you imagine doing the water and the sound as well? Really, very, very cool. Yeah. Yeah. You mean like being in the pools? Like, yeah, I wanted to do that, but I, it didn't, um, my births went too fast to do the, the pools, wow. but my sister-in-law did the pool and she births at home, a 10 pound baby. It was an amazing, amazing process. Um, she, she videoed it all and it was amazing to witness. Um, the, the warm water is amazing for birthing. So comforting. All right. Well, Rebecca Abraxas, thank you so much for being here today. Again, we invite all those watching and listening. If you felt inspired by this, if you felt uplifted, please, please, please join us for these this webinar. And again, there's an option for the second recorded webinar that you can immediately download. This will get you started right away, raising your vibration, shifting your vibration, feeling the energy of your body raise up in elevation and enjoying the bliss and speaking from the heart with your voice of love. Rebecca, as we say goodbye, I just want to give you a moment for any final thoughts. Hmm. I guess I just want to leave with everyone with this, the, just saying the words of, um, you know, what you, who you be is always there and it's a vibration and tuning into that vibration of who you be at the highest source level, it's there and tune into that and make a sound and see what that does for you. Mm. Let's do it together as we say goodbye.
Thank you, everyone. Sing your tone, tone your sing, tone your tone. Thank you, Rebecca. This has been a beautiful conversation and we are looking forward to your class. Oh, I am too. Thanks. Thanks, everybody. Thanks, everyone. Thank you for your light and your love and for toning your song. We love you. Namaste. Namaste. Thank you for listening to this quantum conversation and thank you for dancing with us to the cosmic heart. As we raise our own vibration, we raise the vibration of the planet. This show is dedicated to you and all awakening hearts as we are here to shine our bright light and amplify our love. Access all quantum conversations, special offers from our guests, and online healing retreats by visiting AcousticHealth.com. I'm Loren Gailey, and from my sacred heart to yours, I honor your magnificent love and light. We leave you now with music from the universe, music literally created by the universe as musical notes were assigned to mathematical equations. The result is this beautiful music available at AcousticHealth.com. Namaste.